0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Morale Clubhouse, hosted by the unofficial director of morale of the Chicago Cubs, Dom Frederick. We're talking weekly with people in and around the Chicago Cubs organization and Wrigley Field, players, fans, announcers, employees, bartenders, whoever it may be to get a pulse of what's going on around Wrigleyville. Before we get to the show, this episode is brought to you by Clubhouse Athletic Custom Team Apparel. If you need any team apparel for your organization, sports team, reach out to them. They have the best athleisure hoodies you can customize for your team. We love them here over at Morale Supply Co., and they handle all of our merch as well. So we trust them. Great designs, great product. If you're interested, you get 20% off your first order when you mention morale when you reach out. Go to www.clubhouseathletic.com. That's www.clubhouseathletic.com for great team wear. Elevate your team wear today. Now into the show.
1: All right, Fred, you're locked in a bathroom to record a podcast during the day job. Take it away.
2: Yeah trying to get something in trying to get something in. It's hectic at home so um, trying to get something in. We're getting really close for 28 day, days until opening day. I'm fired up there's a lot to talk about um, and uh, yeah let's get right into it. We haven't talked since the Schwarber interview so
1: a lot of different topics have come and gone from the Cubs world. Mm-hmm. I would say most of it is just kind of meaningless. People just trying to get excited about baseball in spring. But a few things I think that every Cubs fan is getting riled up about has been Wilson Gutierrez becoming enemy number one. It's been a gradual build of like, yeah, so sorry to see him go, to <sighs> hope he's happy. It's kind of where he's going to the Cardinals, to... Oh my god, he
2: is Voldemort. But uh it's a full it's a full heel turn. And you know, Adam, as you know, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this with Wilson. Um I you know, I've been thinking about this You for have a while, history with and, Wilson. Yeah, we I have a long history with Wilson and he is a he's a tough person to to figure out. He, he really is. Um now, I'm not saying I know him well at all, but he he's a He's is a tough person to figure out. And I think his uh, his actions on show, social media have done that. I mean, he's my guy. I mean, I'm 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 a fan of his for life. But he, he's tough to figure out. And I I people are gonna think I'm apologizing for what I'm about to say. But I almost feel like he doesn't really know how he's coming off. If that makes sense. Like I know right, he's talked about Let's, it in the past. let's, let's jump
1: let's... into that. First, set this. First, set the idea like. Recap what he's been said, what has been said, so that people know what we're talking about ex- exactly. Yeah, well, well, you know,
2: I think, listen, fill in where I'm missing out here, but like the start start of it was, you know, I had envisioned playing in a Cardinals uniform the night Albert Pools hit whatever home run it was during the season at the end of the year. Then it was Yadir Melita, my favorite player, you know, I've, I've always looked up for uh, up to him and to do it in his shoes, uh, or, or to try to fill his shoes is is incredibly, like, inspiring. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Then it was to, um, uh, what was the, I mean, you know, there's the debated, uh, and he got mad at me for this, but there's the, the debated, um, Cubs fans are going to be crying for a while. He says that that was taken out of context. I'm I'm led to believe him by that fact, but still there you know there's more stuff happening, and then recently you had the uh, Ken Rosenthal Rosenthal article, which I honestly barely even read because I just felt like there was so much Wilson Contreras stuff going on, and I was on vacation at the time that I didn't really pay attention to. And honestly, there are probably a lot of stuff in there regarding um, him, you know, choosing the Cardinals. And then, finally, the point blank. I mean, there's really no way to spin it at him. The Cardinals are a better organization than the Cubs. I mean, that that to me... And again, that's where I almost am thinking, like, does he know how he's coming off here? Like, I'm I'm not totally sure, but you can't really deny that that's a... Man, that's a shot across the brow. And, 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 and the fact that he... We then go on to double down and say, I like it better. Um, It it suits my style, more or less, was like, whoa, okay. Like, if this is really how it is. I mean, again, I've always come from the perspective that Wilson was pushed out here. I wish Jed was more willing to negotiate with Wilson during the last couple of years. Uh, That didn't really happen. The Cubs weren't interested. The Cubs have every right to do that, but... (laughs) Uh, you know, I I wasn't expecting to be in a situation where I would have to then stand up for the Cubs regarding Wilson Contreras. I thought it was going to be, all right, the Cubs let him go. Like Wilson can go to the Cardinals and that's fine. I'm I'm assuming things would be relatively peaceful, even though there is a rivalry there and Wilson just gone on a a full heel turn, which is, um, you know, something I probably shouldn't have been that all that surprised about because this is how he is. This is how he is. This is his character. He said himself, I want to be hated by the other team. And, and maybe I'm not giving enough credence to that um but he he is really going all in with it
1: yeah i feel like it's a it's a hard thing for us to digest as cubs fans for many reasons one of the big ones is that like you said like we loved him because he was like almost like the Jokim Noah like the other team hated when you're playing against yeah. him but like got you fired up and you loved when he's on your team <laughs> and so like how could we be that upset when he joins a team and does exactly what we loved no, him for no i know for and sure. then also, and that, yeah. at the same time, too, we loved him or we were like fans of the players and we don't like the ownership. but We like the program. And this is where you kind of shoot yourself in the foot of yeah. what you're rooting for. Because, yeah. yeah, technically he wasn't really given like he you know, wasn't given the contracts by the by the Cubs to keep playing. So if I'm like a fan of just the player, I'd be like, yeah, he should say fuck the Cubs because he didn't really get kept around. But if I'm a fan of the organization, I'm going to say, like you said you know, he, he played with us. It was a good time and he's moving on and we could just let bygones be bygones, but again, choose one or the other.
2: And it's almost too like, you know, listen, I say, I, I, I really mean it when I say these guys are Cubs for life. Like if if you were here and you, you know, tried your best and you gave everything you had, it's going to be really hard for me to root against you uh, for the rest of your career. Now, that being said, I'm not going out of my way and rooting for Wilson Contreras against the Cubs. But, you know, I, I feel like a lot of Cubs fans are get, have given Wilson the benefit of the doubt. And I didn't feel like we'd be in a situation where we would have to then, you know, uh, before any games have been played, we're already having to stand up for the team that we root for. And you're right, like. I have issues with ownership. There's there's things I wish the you know the leadership of this organization did better. But at the end of the day, I'm a Cubs fan, man. Like, I yeah, I like Wilson Contreras, but I'm I'm a Cubs fan. Like, I, I want the Cubs to succeed, and I feel like we're gonna be in a situation. It, hell, it might happen the first uh the the first series we play them where where things get tense. Wilson's going to be yapping and we have an all out brawl on the field. I I, I honestly believe we're, there is going to be multiple, multiple uh, bench clearings this season. I don't even think that's being like over the top. No. I just, yeah, like he, he is, he's that, he's that type of player. He's that type of guy. He takes things very personally. He, 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 he might say he doesn't, but he takes things very personally. And obviously this, he has taken this a lot more personal than, maybe a lot of Cubs fans, myself included, really thought. I thought it would be more like, all right, just a business, but, uh, man, like, he, he he's taking it hard. I, I would have thought after a while, you get $80 million, you know, like the Cubs gave them, him 14 years. Yeah, they didn't want to resign him. You know, we'll go our separate ways, and that clearly hasn't been the case.
1: The From the fan side of it, the romance of, like you're saying, the Cubs for life, and from the fan side, we could just say, oh, he's a Cub for life, and – he holds Chicago yeah. close to his heart, yada, 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 and stuff like that. But the romance gets sucked out of it when he jo- joins the other team and, and says these things. But I'm in the denial stage yeah. where, like, I'm saying, like, you know, <laughs> this is his second language. And he probably, he well, probably doesn't Adam, understand what he's is, saying.
2: And... Adam, that is what I'm saying, too. And I don't mean, I, I, I don't want to correct your own words, but I wouldn't describe it as denial. I just don't necessarily know if he really knows how he's coming no it's denial he he... knows
1: exactly what he's saying but i'm gonna live in the land that he doesn't
2: i'm i'm trying to give the i'm trying to get everyone the the uh i don't want to say a a full benefit of the doubt but i'm trying to like really really understand on why he would come up honestly like so hard back at the cubs not necessarily so like all in with the cardinals but like listen (laughs) You know, just to to put things back together, like him saying he was looking forward to being a car, he was like envisioning himself being a cardinal, when yeah, He cheated on playing us playing for the cup. Cal- like that's just like, I, like
1: I'm not saying it's like the worst if thing my, in the world, but if that's my fiance tough. said that, I mean, I just got cheated on. Yeah, yeah, Reverb. that's kind of tough.
2: Yeah, I know that's kind of it's kind of tough, and I just didn't, I don't know. There's I was looking a lot at the guy across the bar, and I was just like. Man, I can't yeah, wait exactly. to be with him, man. No, I, just, I just, it's just can't. And it just—he just has kept going with it. And again, I want to get to the bottom with it uh, for him. Like he, I—I I just don't know what he's what he's looking for. And, and it might just be full heel turn. It might just be full heel turn. I'm just going to be the enemy. Um, I'm totally going all in. Um, I don't know. We'll I'm
1: living in denial until we first play the Cardinals, and then. It's definitely going to be fights and bench clearings, I believe. But I think he's probably not going to be talking trash to, like, the pitchers and stuff. He's probably going to be, like, yelling at, like, the upper boxes or, like, trying to find the rickets
2: and, like, mouthing them off as he's getting walked. So. David Ross. I, I, I really th- – I, I think, listen, coming down to – Adam, when you and I went to the convention, I said it multiple times to you. I, I felt like they were we were throwing ourselves a parade for how the offseason went and and maybe uh, undeservingly so I might be totally wrong on that we could have a fantastic year. I hope we have a fantastic year obviously. but I think it's specifically around the catching position like we we've, we've, we have come out of this off season being like we are so much better <laughs> at the catching spot. For having two guys that, frankly, have not been very good offensive players and can can handle a pitching staff, and we just act like we're so much better. And it's all it's almost like we are we are being so overly confident about it that we are um, really suppressing what Wilson meant to this team. I think he definitely takes that as a slight. Like, no, like I was the best thing you guys had behind the plate for the last. I mean, what? 20 years, you know, and, and I don't think, I think for him, he believes the Cubs never took him seriously. They never took him seriously as a defender. They they like for years dangled him in trade talks and then leaked the stuff about him being, you know, uh, a poor defensive player early on. And, and whether that's true or not, um, how how deep you want to dive into the metrics, I just think he's taking it really personally. And, and the fact that the Cubs have like, the quote today about – it is – again, I'm paraphrasing, but the quote today from uh, – uh, Tony Andreacchi wrote the article on marqueesportsnetwork.com uh, saying – from Tommy Haddavy saying, it is so incredible that we have two guys behind the plate that are so committed to making our pitchers better. Like, <laughs> I mean, just an absolute slap in the face to Wilson Contreras if he was reading that I, I I don't know any other way to take it like <laughs> it's it's really something and uh, I'm I'm not even like I'm not even mad that Wilson feels this way I just you're right I, I I'm like questioning like man how am I supposed to take this because there's going to be a time come the summer where you're gonna have to pick a side and I'm ultimately going to pick the Cubs side but um I think it's going to get ugly. I I really do.
1: With without a doubt, it'll get ugly. But again, like really, ugly. you can't you can't have both sides of it. You can't be the biggest Wilson Contreras fan for what, everything that he is, and then say I can't believe what he's doing in the Cardinals.
2: Of course. So I see what he's yeah, doing. You can't.
1: I'm really excited for uh-huh. the Cardinals. I feel like I've I feel like the rivalry will will be so hot this summer, which makes the division that much more fun to go to these games and everything. So I'm looking forward to it in that sense. And I don't know. We'll. We'll see where he ends up. I think he should get on the podcast and clear the air and see where we're going.
2: But... Trying, we're trying. I mean, we're trying. I, I I'd love for him to come on. He uh, more or less agreed to it. It's just a matter of trying to trying to find time. But we'll see. I don't mean to, I don't mean to tease it too much because it actually has to happen. We, with him and I have a history. Yeah. I mean, h- him and I have a history. I've been blocked. I've been unblocked. I've been followed. We almost released a T shirt with him. I've been I've been. Uh, you know, I, it, you know, it's really, I, I'll, I'll save it for the podcast, but just probably my first interaction with him online was something regarding the Cardinals. And it, it was, it was so, it was so, uh, God, it's, it's so ironic, whatever it is, five, six years later, that how everything has played out this offseason, compared to how, uh many perceived him in the past and myself included so i don't know i i I hope we can i hope i can hash it out with him. but he's a he's a he's a different cat man all all the guys that that i've talked to that have played with him, they've always said that like just a it's a different guy not bad guy just just a different cat and i think we've all seen that watching him for years on the field yeah he's he's a different dude All
1: right, we'll move from past Cubs. We'll go to current Cubs. I'm going to show you um, a photo. You give me your reaction. See if it works here. (laughs) Oh, I see home run derbies. Peak
2: performance. I see people covering their
1: heads out. Outside of Wrigley Field, wearing hard hats. You know,
2: I want to be clear about something. People are going to take that laugh the wrong way. I see clear peak performance. I see a guy that absolutely put in the work, not only in the weight room, but in the kitchen. Uh, A guy that did his best to show up to camp uh, looking like an absolute military tank. And Adam, oh my God, this is the best photo of all time. Adam, uh, it's a shame he's likely not going to be playing on opening day. Um Listen, I know this is becoming a controversial topic because uh, I think what happened is, is say went. I think he lives in Japan in the off season and Adam, I think we, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, fill me in if this has ever happened to you. I think this happens to a lot of guys um, as they, as they get older or, or even, even growing up maybe through high school and college, like, you have this one phase in your life where you're in bulking mode. And I felt like Seah for the first time got a little carried away. Now, he's an absolute horse, unit, peak performance, military tank that I, I think can hit 40 home runs in the bigs uh, if he you know, played a full season. Um, but I think he did get a little carried away. And I know a lot of people are saying he's a little uh, too big. I don't know if that's necessarily reason for the oblique injury, but I mean, Adam, how can you not root for a guy who, who, sh- who showed up to camp like that? Um, people are going to say out of shape. I'm not saying out of shape. I'll say a, maybe a little too big, but I, I have no problem with that. I, I have no problem with that. There are a lot of big, there are a lot of big boys in the big leagues. Um, so, oh my God, it's an incredible photo. Uh, uh, is that the next one I'm supposed to? So,
1: I get what you're saying. I, I, when I saw it, well, also it makes. I think it makes else a difference too. He's the one who posted that original photo. He's yeah, he's incredible. aware of of uh, of it, <laughs> but also that's what I want to see out of out of my outfielder who's ready to just mash baseballs. Is just this massive size. Like let's hit some. balls agree.
2: Out of the park, you know. Uh, and this is this is a shame, man. That we didn't ask Schwarber this when he was on. Um, because remember when he came back, I think that was two thousand
1: By the way, this is it was what two thousand
2: his caption w-
1: was the name of this character from uh from, Of course.
2: Yeah. Of course it was. Of course it was. I mean he's of course it was. Um He oh we should ask Shorer like what like you know coming into an off season He's done, he came in, you know, at like seemingly 160 pounds and then Chorver came in, uh, he would probably admit at least 230 pounds. <laughs> Adam, that's an incredible photo. It's an incredible photo. Hey man, like, um, you know, he's happy, he's healthy, he's... He's he's a big boy. There's nothing wrong with being a big boy, and we got the DH in the National League now. Like there, there's no there's no problem with being a big boy.
1: All right, give me, what's your honest uh, say? Take so outside of these photos and everything. I feel like he's been you know and now he's injured, unfortunately. But he's been getting. Everyone likes to talk about him. He makes headlines whenever he speaks. His Justin Bieber video was well, hilarious. Like
2: yeah, I I, I think honestly when. I felt like we we lost like some of the, the say a hype coming out of uh, last april because he started so hot and um the i forget what the translator's name is um but he or an interpreter how, whatever the the title is like they they had a, such a good relationship seemingly in the dugout um but i think there is like a big expectation for se to be a guy and i think Right now we're, we're still out there being like, Hey man, like this could be the, this could be, you know, the, the five hitter on the, the next great Cubs team. And and you hope that's, you hope that's the case. So I think a lot of Cubs fans are really just hoping that he's the, um, just trying to think of like he's like the Michael Brantley of the next Cubs team or something like that. Um. He's obviously had his ups and downs. Um, it's a shame that he's hurt right now. But uh, listen, he seems like he's a lot of fun. And there's some type of, uh, I don't know, there's just some type of cool reality to having guys from different countries and guys that have experienced different cultures and uh, people that bring different cultures. I thought the same thing with, with you. He, he always came off like, um, just so honest and uh, just, you know, there was something about him that I think a lot of Cubs fans appreciated. And I, I think it lends itself to him, you know, coming from a different part of the world. And I, I think that the same can be said with Seiya. So, man, I just, I just wish he, I, I just wish this oblique gets, gets better because I need to see that body running around right field. Adam, can you imagine thinking of sammy recently can you imagine if he brought back the the sprint down oh my god the first baseline down the right field line showing up to i mean i don't know how many bills say is right now but like he looks like a solid 230 and i think say is like what six feet that's a big that's a can you imagine that can you imagine that it'd be absolutely electric that's the type of stuff we need again that's the type of like you know, I know Jason Hayward would run out to center field with the Chicago. It's not the same. I need some, like, th- there's something there's something about big boys running around the field. There's there's just something about it. You you know I'm right. I know. It's not the same when you have Jason Hayward, like, you know, uh, whatever, Gucci mannequin, you know, running straight to center. It's like you get a big boy like Sammy was, like Saya is, running down the first baseline, running halfway up the right field line, taking a – just a beautiful, you know, curved off, left turn, running up. I mean, bring it back. Why not? It's, I'm surprised no one's brought it back. It's
1: so natural, the, like, immediate reaction anybody has when they see a big boy running as hard as they can with a kind of small flag out to you. Like, if that happened to me at a park and somebody was doing that, I would just get up and be, like, cheering. and be like, let's go. Absolutely. So, Wrigley no, needs it. I feel it. the
2: exact same way. We we do need it. I I mean, dude, whoever, if say like, especially if he's having like a great year, and he brings that back in like, you know, August Fourth of July uh, weekend, say a comes for, like, just I mean, honestly, like, you can do no wrong if you did that. that. That that's how you that's how you become a a Cubs legend really fast.
1: Morale grade bumps up
2: very quickly with some. Oh my god. With, with Oh, and you you know what? You don't have to do it every day, but like for big games, for big games, big series, you know what I mean? Like like Sunday, Sunday 120 games against the Cardinals, you know, at the federal like it's that type of stuff. I don't need it every game. I don't need you to be Sammy, but just like one time, one time. And and speaking of that, Adam, going to what you know, Strowman showed up in uh, spring training with the red bill. With the, the Andre Doshin shirt, with the Kerry the Wood. It's like that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, Cubs fans, my, you and I, we're suckers for that type of stuff, man. Like, that's the stuff we want the Cubs to become again. Um, And and it's really cool when, when players can do that. And I, you know what? Sammy's out in United Arab Emirates. He has no idea what's going on at Wrigley Field. So, honestly, if he brought it back and made it his own, I, I don't think he would have any idea or even care.
1: No, I think he would be honored. That'd be one little no. way Sammy comes back in, <laughs> into Wrigley. I don't think Sammy
2: – I'll be honest with you. I know Sammy's, like, doing well for himself, but I don't think Sammy, like, ever looked – I don't think Sammy's looked at social media in the last 10 years. There's no way. No, no way. So why not? Why not?
1: Um. So, oh, with – uh, what's his name? Stroman wearing the red bill and wearing the vintage shirts. Those was a, those are the small little things, like you said, Cubs fans are suckers for. Obviously, suckers. we want to win. But if we're being honest with ourselves, Cubs fans versus Yankees fans, they are much more suckers for the nostalgia and these little things of people caring. That's how you come immortalize Cubs players versus Absolutely. winning, which is unfortunate. We obviously want to see a winning team. But say you're running out to right field, it might be worth three MVPs. I don't know.
2: it's And speaking of the Red Bills, Adam, I – listen, I've gone on record by saying, you know, the Red Bills, they were great. Uh, I didn't necessarily – over the past couple years, I've been like, yeah, you know, if they bring it back, fine. I've just been – there's something about this offseason where I was just paying a lot of attention to the Red Bills. And then I saw the Red Helmets again, and it made me think about, like, past series where the Cubs were playing in, like, Pittsburgh – in, you know, big games, thinking about the 2003 team, thinking about Randall Simon before he made an absolutely terrible decision, hit the, hit the bratwurst, uh, the, the sausage, the, the sausage race person, which is an absolute travesty, thinking about Kenny Lofton, thinking about Aramis Ramirez. It's like, let's get those back. Let, let's, let, let's get those red bills back. Let's get like there. There is something about being on the road. I don't want to change the Cubs uniforms. I like the Cubs uniforms, but there is something about that red bill on the road where I think if you maybe maybe you don't go all the way back with it to start, but like let's get a let's get a series with the red bills back. Why not? Big big series. You know what I mean? Like I I will say, Adam. It's not that I'm necessarily opposed to it. I think we should wear red bills on the road everywhere except Wrigley North, because that's a home game. That would be an all time that would be an all time that would be an all time move if the Cubs did that. Having the wherewithal to be like, no, 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 we 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 wear we wear blue bills at home. We wear blue. Can you imagine? <laughs> that's, red bills everywhere else. Red bills everywhere else except Wrigley North be incredible they, and they just would like understand a, they would understand well of course of course it's really north but um uh let I I, I know we're going to be talking about it a lot um just because people are you know getting hyped about it and the strowman the strowman wearing it at the uh first couple days of spring training it's like I I want to see it again I've missed it
1: all right a couple two more things I know you got to move soon
2: one um, more thing. One
1: more. Oh, I got to pick between these two. I'll give you the two options you choose. One uh, more thing. In terms of people, you want guys to be your guys. You kind of like latch on to Seah and He's like, we, I want him to be a Cup for Life type of guy. Yeah. Two kind of question marks that I feel like you've been talking about have been – We no one knows about this, but like Cody Bellinger, really interesting <laughs> – interesting uh situation with them yeah and then the other ones cub. other ones is nick madrigal hurling the
2: ball over third base which topic which which guy you want to i would love into? no nick madrigal nick madrigal listen i'm i'm here for nick madrigal if he wants to try to make a decision and or, or make a run at this uh third base spot i said it last year patrick wisdom starting we have a problem uh, Patrick Wisdom is starting, which he probably will start. I don't feel fantastic about things. It's no offense to Patrick. I just feel like we needed to move on from the Patrick Wisdom experience. Even though like he can still help the team, I think he's more of a role player than, uh, than an everyday starter. The reason why I say for Mitnick magical is because the lack of the shift, if he can keep the ball in play, if he can get on base, if he can hit through these shifts, if he can find a way to, hey, maybe the pitch clock really does um, – you know hurt the starting pitchers and and hurts the pitchers in general where they can't you know ramp up every single time to throw an absolute heater it it makes it a little bit easier to hit and that helps a guy like nick magical if he listen adam i might sound crazy i think he can still hit 330 now i'm only going to give him one season to do it like i i think he deserves a real shot to play every day he's not playing over nico he's not playing over dansby obviously if he wants to hurdle uh third base you know Trying to get a ball to his his right and try to make a you know cross a uh, cross diamond throw, then then I'm here for it. I mean he looks he he he, he looks like the uh, the grass from the infield dirt is whatever like halfway up his shin. But uh, listen, I, I'm here for that. I'm I'm not going to judge anybody by their height, and I want to give I want to give uh, Nick a, a fair shot to try to win this thing because I've already talked about Pat Wisdom. Christopher Morale, like I'm um, I'm here for him, but I also don't trust him. i d I don't trust him enough. I think he has like put Morales put Morel's potential put Morrell's arm on magical and I mean just Oh my god. Yeah, I think, I think Christopher I think Christopher Morale like can be a can be like a impact player. I just don't think he's ready for that. I think he's gonna strike out fifty percent of the time this year. Uh and that's not what we can have. So Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I think he's more of a utility player. And let's give Nick Madrigal a chance because let's not forget we did trade him for the best reliever at the time, who was Craig, Craig Kimbrell two years ago. Um, and if it doesn't work out this year, then then it's it's done. I'm not saying get rid of him, but we've, we've done the Nick Madrigal experience. I just think he needs a true shot to show what he can do. And I, I think there is a chance he can hit 330 and he can – get on base like at a 360 clip. And if you have that and he plays defense, then all right, you have a little player over there. You have a starter over there and and that's what we need. All right. Now uh, maybe not for the long term, but at least for, you got to see if he can just be a guy. Yeah. If he can be an everyday guy. All right. Take
1: us out. Give us a quick vibe. Check on spring training. We've seen some Ram content, some Ram games, but how are you feeling on the 23 Cubs? Obviously we don't know, but gut check. Do you like them? do you see i'm, tr-
2: I'm trying to st- i'm trying to stay present i'm trying to stay present i'm trying to stay um positive and and that doesn't mean that i've seen things that would lead me to be pessimistic i think um hayden wesnicki needs to be in the starting rotation i don't i don't think there's any reason to mess with samson or Assad at the fifth spot wesnicki looks like he's the guy put him in let's get him in let's 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 ride wesnicki steal Stroh, Smiley, Tyon, and let's go for it. I'll I'll take those five guys every day. Not saying they're the best, but I'll take those five guys every single day. I know they're going to grind for us. Uh, In terms of the lineup, listen, the lineup just has to be an app, just a bunch of dogs. Not a bunch of dogs from the sense of hitting homers, but a bunch of dogs that's going to grind every single pitch out. I think we have a chance of doing that with guys like Nico, guys like Ian guys like say when they come back guys like Dansby I mean he's gonna have to be a he's gonna have to be a guy with what we're what we're rolling with mancini I think we can have some tough outs I don't think we're gonna have a bunch of boppers but I think we can have tough outs now that that's harder to that's harder to do because obviously we know that teams go through rough stretches and it's really hard to to stay focused and it's really hard to be productive offensively one through nine consistently that's why homers are so important that's why sluggings so important but Listen, I'm riding with this team right now. We're only 28 days away. It, it feels like it's going. It feels like spring training's going really, really quickly right now. And uh, before you know it, we're playing the Brewers at home, and we're gonna be, you know, trying to sweep this uh, Subway Sandwich organization and Christian Yelich, who's an absolute fraud. And it's and it's gonna be go time before we know it, we're going to be back in the trenches again. And then we're going to be fighting Wilson Contreras, you know, whenever we play them. So, um, I'm here for it. I'm excited. And uh, it's also, like, the fact that the, the winter here has been so benign that, like, it's just like I felt like we never really got into winter this enough, is probably so. coming
1: out Monday which is right after this massive storm coming uh, yeah summer. no
2: I know snowstorm but like still it's gonna melt yeah. like the next day it's gonna be fine so I'm ready for it um, and uh, Cubs and four man Cubs and four it's time to win again it's time to win again I'm, I'm not saying we're gonna win the division but it's time to win again there's no there's no messing around like it, it's time to win again let's go it's all we need All right, that's all we need. All right, chop that up.